0: The come out to play. It's Nick Gage versus
1: the Penny. Hit the music.
0: Brother, welcome to Backyard Wrestling episode number 64. Yeah, brother,
2: listen, we got a real good show for you tonight. We got the Iron Sheik, he's talking that shit on Twitter. You know, he's all kinds of crazy. We got NXT, we got Dynamite, we got what the hell did Taz say on Dark, followed by some news, brother, brother, some awards and some ratings. So
3: sit down, shut up, and listen to what we have to say.
2: Yeah! So, welcome to Backyard Wrestling.
3: <laughs> 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 we just
2: t- got back from a brewery. Oh, literally. Yeah.
3: So a- we're- about 10 minutes ago. And then we shoved balls to our face. Meatballs, that is. Meatballs, that is. And yes, it is episode 64.
2: Yes. Getting so close to the coveted
3: 69. Nice, 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 nice.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Bob. What's ha- happening? How are you?
3: I've seen you for two days. Yes,
2: we had a huge party here yesterday. Yeah, it was great. It's fantastic. And today, just kind of, hung. I was tired today, man.
3: Yeah, I didn't feel good today, like, so I didn't go to work earlier. I just
2: did not feel good. Like party hangover, if you will.
3: I don't know, if it was party hangover or something with the food because my stomach was just like I threw up a couple times this morning. Oh, no shit. Yeah, woke well, up, it was, just, blah, blah, blah. and then I just laid around the house for a while. I didn't feel, I didn't, literally didn't feel good until you were like, "Hey, let's go to a brewery four o'clock." And then I'm like, "I think I feel better." I feel better now. Yeah, miraculous. Thanks. Thanks, Icarus Brewing.
2: Anyway, <clears throat> Chic, let's go.
1: Honey, no, are you the man or are you a fucking piece of shit? No good
4: motherfucker.
2: On your tablet?
3: Laptop or mobile Go fuck yourself Hulk Hogan You are worse than an airport tuna sandwich
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, (laughs) fuckface
3: Nothing makes me happier Than breaking fucking Jabroni's necks
2: No ice cold beer Go fuck
3: yourself Here is a tip Go fuck yourself Fuck the fun fact. There you go. Can we get him to announce the Olympics?
2: <laughs> oh. oh, hell yes. <laughs> Look yes. at this
3: fucking Jabroni coming off that fucking horse thing. The pommel horse. Only Fuck p- you. The problem is
2: they're not letting traveling it into the uh, country. <laughs> and I believe he's in uh America.
3: Yeah. Terrible.
2: But he's awesome.
3: The Olympics are just boring without fans. Yeah. I'm I not. was I was watching it. I was just like, I enjoy the competition. But you know, they pump up crab noise worse than WWE.
2: Yeah. And that's pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, this fucking beer. Ooh. Oh, quick beer tasting here. We got uh Bergy from Icarus Brewing. Brewer Brewing. Yes, it's a very delicious beer.
3: A little bit on my t- on my laptop, it's good. That's
2: yeah, right, uh, make it stronger. Fights viruses. <laughs>
3: Ooh, that's a good beer.
2: That's your first time having that one, right? It is. That's yes, a... this is my favorite.
3: This is tasty, tasty.
2: So I uh, recommend, yes?
3: Oh yeah, it's got a little bit of a bitter. It's got a little bitter taste but, to but it. Not,
2: but not too but much. Not too much. It's kind of refreshing.
3: It's almost heavy. It almost gives you like a substance there.
2: Yeah, there's something going on there. Not sure what it is, though.
3: It's delicious. It's That's awesomeness. On there.
2: It is pure awesomeness.
3: <clears throat> Definitely love it.
2: Bob's patented burp into the mic.
3: <laughs> Gotta get one on episode.
2: <laughs> Alright, so I'm just gonna dive into the shit that was NXT.
3: Oh, God. NXT was uh, like a sh- empty shelf this week, man. It was...
2: Could have not have seen it in my life would be it's, fine. It's
3: almost like they gave up. We're just gonna give up this I think, week.
2: I think it's Vince, man. He's fucking with it.
3: Yeah, why does why does he hate them so much?
2: I think he's jealous. You think so? Yeah, because the show's it's the best of the three brands. It was, in my opinion. See, I'm a professional. I turn my head whenever I burp. Good job, Bob. Thank you. All right, so NXT starts off with Samoa Joe in the ring, and he says, "Tick tock, tick tock. Guess who's come to smash your clock
3: and clean your cock." <laughs>
2: Then Regal comes out and he says that Joe can't be out here calling out superstars. Joe reminds him about provoking him and says, consider me provoked. Regal then says that Cross put his hands on Samoa Joe, the referee, not Samoa Joe, the NXT official. Bullshit on that. Same person, right? Yeah, seriously. Joe says Cross is out of control. Did you hear about his little trip to Raw? Well done.
3: Yeah, but I think he said something. Didn't you see his trip? Uh, his last week to Raw. Oh, he did. He said, "You see the last week on Raw?" Like he was. It was yesterday.
2: Yeah, we saw it. He got fucking
3: rolled up by bitched by a 40 year Jeff old, Hardy, forty year old drug addict.
2: Yeah, good job.
3: I mean, why? Did you see that meme for that? No. It was uh Did you ever see the movie for Thor Ragnarok? Uh, it's it's the third Thor movie where like. Uh, where Asgard explodes. Yes. 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 yes so yes. it was um, Carrying Cross as uh, as Helena, the 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 sister. They got a picture on there. It goes, you can't defeat me. And then showed a picture of Johnny and as Thor. I know someone who can. And then bursting out of top of Asgard was Jeff Hardy's oh face. Oh my
2: god! <laughs> With his shitty fucking makeup on.
3: Yeah, but the makeup he wore when he was drunk at, at impact. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Jeff Hardy, what'd you do? what you do he says no you probably didn't regal says that cross is on his way and when he's get when he gets here all hell will not break loose joe then tells regal that someone is going to sleep tonight yeah baby someone. joe
3: is gonna kill you now we have a
2: promo from Zia Li, but it's all in Chinese, so I'll just tell you what she says. Please do. She says, finally, I have been waiting for this moment. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the most important match of my entire life. I will be the new NXT Women's Champion, Raquel Gonzalez. I plan on doing you doing to you the same thing I did to Mercedes Martinez. That's a
3: bad taste. Yeah,
2: that's bad.
3: Because she got knocked the fuck out.
2: Well, karma's a bitch. As we'll get on with this match Karma is Karma's also a on. chameleon. It, it is a chameleon.
3: It comes and goes, so whoa, whoa.
2: Well done. I will make history and leave tonight as the first Chinese NXT Women's
3: Champion. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, <coughs> at, least you, at least you got some uh, confidence there. Yep. That's, prob- that's also probably the best promo of that show.
2: You're not wrong. No. The one that we didn't have to listen to is probably going to end up to be the best one. I mean Joe was pretty good, but i didn't I didn't do it I just really no it. Was, it was
3: really long, that's yeah. why because you know a lot of breaths in between talking.
2: well he's a big guy.
3: Well, no, I mean just period. I mean they really stretched that opening out.
2: they did, yeah, but Joe was going to kill you. yes, okay, on to our first match of the night between Diamond Minds Roderick Strong and Tyler Rust versus. Kashida and Bobby Fish
3: What's the point of Malcolm Bivens?
2: He doesn't do anything.
3: I mean, they they brought him in to talk for Tyler Tyler Diamond in the Rust Rust. Oh, and uh now he doesn't talk at <laughs> all. end. That's a new one. I don't remember that Sorry. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. He he doesn't do anything. You brought him in to talk and then he's just a deaf mute. He just yeah. stands there and does nothing.
2: He's dumb. It it's it's stupid because he, he's good. Uh Bivens on the mic.
3: He's well, really good on the mic. He's really good. Yeah.
2: So We'll see. Kashida and Fish waste no time and they attack Strong and Rust while they're making their way down to the ring. Very ambitious. Kashida throws Rust into the ring and then over the top rope and out. And Fish and Kashida double team Strong for a wee bit. Back from two commercial breaks, Rust has Kashida in an ankle lock, but Kashida rolls out breaking the hold. This match was so boring, I had to wait till two commercial breaks to finish it
3: i almost wish you went through the whole commercial break i mean the whole episode excuse me i know
2: rust and kashida exchange back and forth elbows until rust does his patented forward flipping neck breaker i fucking love that move
3: oh it looks great
2: it is awesome
3: the guy can move the guy Mm -hmm. can wrestle he's just milk toast he is
2: very good way to put it too. milk toast Russ covers but Bobby Fish breaks it up. Kashida then hits a knee to Rust's arm, then a running kick to Rust's elbow, followed by the hoverboard lock
3: for the win. Okay. Yeah. How about that?
2: How about that, Bob uh, Bob Eucher used to say that?
3: Yeah. How about that, Bob? Yeah. yeah. So Bob
2: Euchre. Bob Eucher, Mr. Baseball.
3: Yeah. He is the announcer for <laughs> the uh Milwaukee Brewers.
2: He's gotta be up there, man.
3: He is. You know, the, uh, I saw an interview with him the other day, and he uh, he still goes down there and takes uh, uh, catching practice because he was a catcher. So I'll have the guy sling balls at him.
2: Just a bit outside. Ball one. Here's ball two, ball four, ball eight, ball twelve. <laughs> Here's Knight and Grimes and Drake Maverick.
0: I'm telling you, we would have gotten here 10 minutes quicker had you listened to me, instead of the dopey GPS. We
5: would have got here a lot quicker in my Rolls Royce. (laughs) Get the bags, butler.
4: I got you, Mr. Knight. Get the bag. I got it. Get your bags. (laughs) Easy with the door. I got it, I got it. I'll be easy with the bags, I promise. All these bags? Yeah, all of them. No problem. You know, I used to carry bags every once in a while back in the day, you know. You I was kind of good every single thing you do. I got a story for every one of these bags you got. Wait, wait. I got no, it. No, no, it's okay, man. Don't hey, dude, promise. There's lots of these. I got myself into something. You, I don't want You're fine. I, I don't know. It's, okay. it's whoa, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what are you doing? Put that down. That
0: is not for you. He doesn't need help. Go about your business.
3: Go. I'm Who not going anywhere. And by the, the looks of things, hanging out with you, he needs all the help he can get.
0: Yeah, well, you're going to need all the help you can get if you keep talking like that. Is it bring your idiot to work day? Who brought you? <laughs> Tell you what, I'll be hey. signing your permission slip. Sounds good. Because here's the deal. I'm about to launch that ticket. Me, you. In there. You good? Yeah, good. Yeah, you are good. No, all really right. Yeah. Really well, fine. then I'll see you later. Close the trunk. Train. Let's get ready. The train. Man. I'm sorry. You didn't have to get involved with this. Who cares this?
4: about I that? Close just, the trunk. I got. I... <laughs> Get. get the bags. Uh, let's get no ready i'm sorry i'm sorry don't don't listen to him, right? i got this don't worry I got this. I got
2: this i got this all right so after that bit of fun we have frankie monet with jesse camilla versus jc jane double j yeah she looked good she looked really good so during the match robert stone comes out ringside and is cheering for frankie and talking to camilla
3: he's trying to get back with her
2: yeah yes he is
3: i know you flip sides can you just come back to this side? Yeah. Come <laughs> on, man. Come
2: on, man. In the ring, Jane hits a step-up enziguri followed by a pump kick to Frankie. JC goes for a running senton in the corner, but Frankie moves and then screams something in Spanish. Then she hits the running vag attack, Bob, onto JC in the corner. That's what it looked like. That's exactly what it was. <clears throat> X-Pac would be very proud also during the match, Mandy Rose comes out and sits on the announce table, all like sexy like.
3: Oh yeah. She just sits there, like flaunts her stuff.
2: And uh Jane notices her. Right? And yeah. So they like they're like, okay. I oh. see you. You see me? All right. Uh both of them make the face. The O face, if you will. Oh, oh, oh. Then Jane screams and hits a running neckbreaker on Frankie for a two-count, but Frankie gets the better of Jane as she hits the glam slam. Up and down. For the win. Fucking God, come on, just call it the glam slam.
3: She's sitting right there. Beth Phoenix is right there. It's her move. She's already said it looks familiar as a joke. Just yes. say it. Go with it. I mean, it's not like we're uh, the guy has left the program the company no. and now you can't do it anymore she's right there are you just gonna stop calling tombstones tombstones because undertaker and kane don't wrestle anymore yeah it's a an upside down inverted, inverted
2: pile driver. driver it's a modified pile driver what look up and down <laughs> i hate when he fucking says that up and down up and over I over and, and out
3: and i thought ed Ad edverk was bad
2: <laughs> no no it's, it's Vic.
3: At least you could you At least you could say with uh, Adnan, he didn't know the wrestling moves because he wasn't a wrestling announcer. Right. He was a baseball announcer. Yeah, Vic's supposed to be there a long time. Yes, he's supposed to know this stuff.
2: And that's why that guy didn't last. Yeah, you got to know the business, man.
3: You have to. That's why Michael Cole will never die. God damn it! He's going to be a head in a jar on a robot body. Bottom left.
1: Son of the-
2: <laughs> Here's Johnny.
1: Johnny Gargano, not the way you won the NXT Championship match to go last week against Karrion Cross. How have you been dealing with the loss?
5: I've been better, you know, but I'm doing okay, I guess.
6: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I haven't slept in weeks, so I understand. It was
5: last week. That's an unrelated incident. Speaking of last week, I heard what you said about me. I didn't say anything about you. No, no, no. Not you. This bonehead right here. He, he said something about me sitting down and crying to Wade Barrett. I mean, it's really, it's unimportant. Uh, but what is important is I'm in the fight and I did say that. I did say that. So I figured you and I could maybe, you know, like square off tonight.
3: You know. Yeah,
5: do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it. I do it. You challenging me? Oh, you are thick. You really are. Yeah, yeah. I'm challenging you. Yeah, to it's a match called tonight. muscle,
2: Kyle. Look it up.
5: You're on. Yeah. Right, go get on my dancing
0: shoes. See you oh, later, big yeah. boy. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Hey, hey, guess what? You got yourself in this one? Yeah. You're going to have to get yourself out. Like me and Cross last week, I was all by myself. Mm-hmm. You want to be like your Papa John? Oh, well, you wanna of want to be course. like Papa John? Yeah. yeah!
2: Yeah! Well, you're on your own like. Okay? Go get him, champ. Ooh! He smacks him in the ass. This match?
3: Next! Oh, thanks, Vic. Put on my dancing shoes? Are you kidding me? That's disgusting. Seriously. How you feeling? I feel a rosy air! Oh, God. That's a little loud, that one. That was a little loud. My bad. My bad, people. The audience is now deaf. Nah.
2: Now we have Kyle O'Reilly versus Austin Theory. So Austin has Kyle in a headlock down on the mat, and he is just laying the shit talk on very thick.
3: Very thick. Very
2: thick. Austin repeatedly calls Kyle a crybaby. He says, you can go tell Wade Barrett about this. (laughs) Ha! That was fucking good. That was funny. So good. Back from picture in picture, Austin hits a nice flipping neck breaker for a near fall. Austin then dive rolls through the ropes and attempts to drop kick, but Kyle counters that into a heel hook, but Austin is able to get to the ropes to break it up. Austin then rolls, rolls to the apron, slams Kyle's face into the turnbuckle, and then hits a nice rolling fisherman suplex for a two count. That was a nice move. That was a nice move. <laughs> Kyle then gets his upper hand and hits a series of kicks and knees, followed by a double underhook slam into an arm bar, but Austin blocks it and Kyle goes for the ankle lock. But Theory gets to the ropes. Kyle continues to work the arm, and as Austin is getting up from the mat, Theory says to Kyle, you're still a crybaby. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Austin hits a rack bomb for a two count. Austin hits his patented cross-legged knee cap, kneecap brain brainbuster for a two count. I looked it up.
3: Is that what it's called? Yeah. Kneecap brain buster?
2: Yeah. Then Kyle goes nuts, hits a knee off the ropes onto Austin's knee, followed by a heel hook as Austin taps out. I'm sick of this shit with Austin Theory, man. He's one of the, your better wrestlers. He's a really good wrestler. He's, he's got fucking character. He's funny. He can fucking wrestle his ass off. And for Vince
3: McMahon's sake, he's got the look. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's yeah. well built. He's, he's not only well built, he looks good. Yeah. he's gr- He's a great character. I love him. I like watching him every week. Yeah. Every week.
2: He, he sells. He's perfect. He's perfect.
3: I mean, I liked what he started off with Johnny, but now I'm kind of bored by it.
2: Yeah, me too. All right, so that's going to bring us to our next uh, interview with Mackenzie Mitchell. She has Raquel. Here you go. Raquel Gonzalez,
6: Stephen Kai.
3: Raquel, huge championship match for you tonight. But earlier, Xia stated that she's walking
1: out tonight the new NXT Women's Champion. How do you respond to that? Everybody has been saying the same thing. Wasn't it you, Mac, who asked... Raquel, what if Ember hits the eclipse to you on Sunday? What happened? Oh, yeah, I won. And as for Zaya Lee and fulfilling her destiny, buena suerte, chiquita. After
3: I beat Ember Moon last week, Zaya came in and stole the spotlight. So now,
1: Raquel is going to destroy her for it. Zaya's kick doesn't scare me. Her bodyguard? Doesn't scare me. And her little friend who sits on top on her throne doesn't scare me. After I put Zaya down, there will be nobody left. Let's go.
2: Alright, so I glossed over something that happened before. One, we we were told that NXT is moving to sci-fi for the next two weeks. Because of the Olympics. Correct. And we had a promo with wade barrett and bronson reed so i'm gonna play
4: that right now how has losing the nxt north american championship affected you i thought you'd ask that Wade. you know it's affected me big time winning the north american championship was a big moment in my life not just for me but for my friends my family my wife who believed in me for 14 years and then in an instant i'm no longer champion but i can't stay in that mindset i need to push forward and fight harder than ever You say you want to fight harder than ever. Next week, you're stepping in the ring with Adam Cole. Adam Cole, one of the greatest in the history of NXT. Is that really wise? Wise. I think it's very wise. You ain't Adam Cole, baby, and you never will be. No, everyone considers him to be the best. So why not fight the best? And Wade, we all saw what happened last week. He ran his mouth, and I shut him down. The same thing is going to happen next week, except this time, we're going to finish the job.
2: <clears throat> okay, great, fantastic. All right, so uh, after the Raquel interview, we had uh, Legado del Fantasma in the ring. They were supposed to have some like mariachi band in there, but he stopped it from happening. Didn't want to give the fans the the, the pleasure of having it, so they bounce, and um, they talk some shit. And out comes uh, Hit Row, basically Shit Row Talking more shit Cut hey,
6: the music Cut the music Hey, cut the music
4: Hey Y'all talking real spicy up in here Real spicy real hot. Hey, be fast Put them on notice They ever die? Really? Like, really? Come on, what is this? Can't though Y'all The whole Harachi music Trash <laughs> Wait, 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 wait Wait, I know what y'all are doing. What's that? Y'all are out here celebrating your birthday, Quintiniera. <laughs> thrown by Daddy Santos. Thanks. Because we all know that he's your daddy. <laughs> but y'all probably call him Papi Rico. That's what you call me. You. <laughs> Check it. You Escobar like Santos. <laughs> I'm Escobar like Pablo.
6: Yeah. Shut up, Tom, Tatted
4: on me, that's a But when I see you, you, and you, I smell gato. (laughs) Who hotter than Top Dollar? Not Nada, not
6: All
2: Alright, enough of that shit. And here. Everyone in this room is now dumber. There you go. So after that, Hit Row goes into the ring, and Mendoza and Wild go after Top D and Ashante. They all end up out of the ring, and it's just Escobar and Swerve in the ring now. They fight, and Escobar grabs one of the acoustic guitars left in the ring by his mariachi band and goes to hit Swerve with it, but B-Fab grabs it, and Swerve knocks Santos down to the mat. B-Fab then hands the guitar over to Swerve. Swerve tries to hit Escobar with it, but Santos leaves the ring. Now Joaquin Wilde attempts to get Swerve from behind, but he gets caught and surrounded and then Swerve smashes the guitar all over Wilde's back. Yeah, that's that. Uh, here is the way.
4: <laughs> Everyone needs to calm down. Everyone needs to calm down. Calm down. Calm down. 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 Yeah. What is happening? What is happening? Like mm-hmm. no. What is happening? What? It has been awful, awful lately. He lost the tag titles. You couldn't be cross. Oh, thanks for reminding and, me. Well, yeah, I mean, I it happened, okay? I'm just trying to be honest. And, like, why do you keep going and starting fights with people that, like, maybe you can't beat? I don't understand. Damn it, just stop. Why are you being what? so hard on him? You're being so hard on all of us. If he wants to kiss Dexter,
1: let him kiss Dexter.
6: <laughs> what? Oh, okay,
1: I'm calling the therapist. I'm calling the therapist. I'm calling the therapist. do Okay, therapist. maybe we all got to call the therapist. Okay? Why She's not a nice? What are you doing? Don't call the therapist. Look Do you see this? This is her projecting. That's okay. the thing. That's the thing. We just want what's best for you. Maybe we find. I am on your side.
4: We're, we're both on your okay. side. Okay, we're your
1: family. We are This
4: family is so falling oh apart. This is Dexter. Dexter, 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 Dexter. I'm only here
1: for you.
4: It
2: All right, so Austin gets upset. He puts his hand up to Johnny. He doesn't see it. So Austin grabs his uh, his cool vest off the rack, puts it over his shoulder, and he walks out, and nobody sees him or says anything.
3: You know what we'd be playing in the background? The what? The song from The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, as he's walking Perfect. down the hallway and leaving.
2: Ooh, that makes me wonder.
3: Wanna... Uh, yes. So are we seeing the way go away?
2: I think so. I think Austin's getting called up.
3: That's really that was really quick.
2: He's been doing some dark matches, so
3: as he should. He looks good. He wrestles good. Yeah, but being called up to what? To Keith Lee? Yeah. Oh my God. Jobbed. Don't even get me started on the Keith Lee situation. What the fuck? Karen Cross, jobbed. Why did you bring Keith Lee back from having bad complications of COVID? Just to have him get him squashed. Dude, that, and the fans popped
2: for him. That well, of course was it did. awesome.
3: And what did you do? You squash <clears throat> him, and then you have fucking Goldberg come out. I'm right, next. I threw up all over my couch. God,
2: I fucking hate Goldberg, piece of shit. I, I, he was great he was great for the business in the nineties.
3: And you know what I liked about him the best? He didn't talk. He just came and wrecked shit and left. We don't want I don't want him talking.
2: No. All right, after that, we are shown Samoa Joe waiting for Cross to get there, and Regal tells Joe to please calm down. Joe says he's going to be the first one to greet Cross when he gets there, and Regal says peacefully, please. Peacefully. Now we have a breakout tournament match between Andre Chase and Odyssey Jones. Let me tell you something about Odyssey Jones right now. Fucking love him. He's awesome. He's like Mark Henry, but more agile. I love me some Osmosis Jones. Yes. Osmosis. (laughs) Osmosis. <laughs> so right away, we get a, a botch. Chase goes for a springboard crossbody onto Jones outside the ring, and Jones was, was supposed to catch him, but he didn't. Jones falls awkwardly down while trying to still hold on to Chase, who lands on the top of his head. Not from a high position, though, so it, was not, it wasn't a big deal. It was just, just a botch. Everyone seems to be okay. Back in the ring, Jones hits a, a huge side slam for the win. And, nice. and it looks like Jones is favoring his left arm. Like he might have heard it.
3: Oh, I, I, I hope that's just a fake.
2: Yeah, I hope not because I like him a lot.
3: I would be very, very upset.
2: He looks really good. He's really, really good. All right, here's MSK who gets interrupted as they're about to explain what MSK stands for by Imperium.
1: MSK, momentum has certainly been on your side. But I have
5: to ask, what does the future hold for the NXT Tag Team Champs? Girl, we're going to continue to ride this wave
3: of momentum. This thing
5: is nice. Honestly, we're just looking forward to the next people to step up. MSK welcomes any and all challengers. Any and every. Because that's MSK. Whoa, wait, you never actually told us what MSK actually stands for. We didn't tell you. Girl. What? No, picture it. Dayton, Ohio, 2015.
0: When I was three years old, my father sat me down and said, Marcel, you must be Love, respect, and honor this business with every fiber of your being. Because we're
5: different. To us, the mad, sacred. What happened to our sport? If you look at the NXT Tag Team division, all you see is Lucha Libre losers, rappers who just want to be famous, hand signs everywhere, and two immature champions with a meaningless title ring. But the glitz and the glamour
0: stops with us. We are here of our sports by like any means necessary. And that's what MSK stands for. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Wow, guys. It all makes sense now. Thank you. I, it's all night it. all day, though.
5: Love it. Thank hey. you guys. See you,
3: See you
2: later. later. He just said that's the way the cookie crumbles. He
3: sure did. <laughs> Come on, man. So... Uh, they interrupt it. I guess they didn't realize what was going on. It was just shown to no, be... No, they're,
2: like, they're making it like they cut into like the video feed.
3: Yeah. So they didn't know what was going on, but yeah. the audience did.
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, okay.
2: You have to, what, what do they say with horror movies? You got to like... Suspend uh, your disbelief? Just suspend your disbelief. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> that's what you have to do for for that. Sorry. All right. Right after that, we had uh, Pete Dunn and Oni Lorcan back. There you go. Now,
0: I've
1: been begging anyone that thinks they're better than me, anyone that thinks they're a better technician than me, to prove it. And last week, finally, Thatcher and Champ stepped up. Well, you two, if you really think that you're better than me, and if you really think that you're better than us, then next
5: week, let's have a scrap. Yeah, I'm down for a scrap. But I guess Tommaso and Thatcher think they're real tough guys now. Well, next week, we're going to see how tough you really are.
2: Oh, great. Hey, good job, guys. That that's was right. Fucking fantastic. That's right. that's
3: right. I will fight you, and I will fight you there. I will fight you on a train. I will fight you in a plane. I will fight you in the air. I will fight, fight you, you over you. there. I will fight you in the rain. I will fight you holding on to my dingling. You know, Th- that's. No, no. no. Everyone in this
2: room is now dumber. Thanks, Pete and oh. Oney. Good job. That promo sucked.
3: So I guess he's not going to be going around staring uh, at uh, Samoa Joe anymore?
2: They are fucking doing all these, you know, potential feuds and then just stopping it. Completely. Come on, man. <sighs> fucking stupid. Terrible. <clears throat> Terrible. 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 Now we have Ellie Knight with with Butler Cameron Grimes versus Drake Maverick. So throughout this match, Knight is on Grimes to hold up the million-dollar belt the whole time outside the ring. So Grimes puts the belt on the apron and is resting as Knight comes over and leans through the ropes and makes Grimes hold the belt up again. As he is doing this, Maverick hits a dropkick, causing Knight to hit his head on the raised belt. Then Drake Maverick rolls up Knight for the fucking win, baby.
3: I love this. Yes! This was funny as shit. Yes! That was great. He can't do anything right ever since he won that championship. <laughs> no.
2: Drake and Grimes are celebrating together after this happens, and Grimes says to Drake, You have to get out of here. He tries, but Knight attacks Drake. Grimes doesn't like this and goes in the ring and pulls Knight off of Drake. Grimes says, The match is over and let's go. Nathan wants Grimes to attack Drake, but Grimes wants no part of that as he drops the belt and tries to leave. Nathan holds up uh, Drake and Grimes. Eventually, he punches Drake in the face like a dickhead. Why doesn't he just stop doing the butler thing if he doesn't want to do it?
3: Because he's a man of his word. (laughs) Yuck, yuck, yuck. (laughs) Yuck, yuck, yuck. Yuck. So a car pulls up
2: outside the arena and Smojo opens the car door and pulls out Cross's driver and says, Where is he? The driver says he's inside. He was told to pull the car up front. Joe then goes back inside looking for Cross. Yeah. Now, on to our main event. Yeah. Remember that word we said before, karma? Yeah. It's a chameleon? It's coming back. It's a bitch. Full circle for Zia Lee. Now, on to. I said that, you dickhead. Raquel hits a pop up slam followed by Senton off his second rope, and Zaya barely moves her shoulder to kick out. The ref keeps Raquel away as the medical staff comes out to check on Zaya. She's cleared, but Raquel hits her one-arm powerbomb for the win. Yeah. Zaya
3: got hurt. Went right to the finish. Yeah. Why can't we just call a TKO there?
2: That'd, that'd be great. Or count her out.
3: Have her roll out of the ring and count out.
2: And count out. Done.
3: Or, or uh, you know, you know, just seriously. She's unable to compete. You win
2: ding 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 all right so joe comes out walks right past them they don't he doesn't acknowledge them at all goes into the ring and is quite fucking pissed off
6: Cross! <laughs> come out
4: Again, yes. All over this a Damian Priest Are we back?
6: <laughs> no.
4: Hit the light. Hey, Joe! Hit, 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 hit,
6: Joe! The light.
0: This isn't the same world you walked away from once the a time. This is my world now. I have a new beginning. The way of the future. And this. this means I can go wherever I want. I can do whatever I want, but I can hurt anybody I want. I can
5: lose or Oh,
2: it's William Regal.
3: Hey, kids, want to go see a dead body? Yeah. Stand by me. Hey, Joe.
0: Do you still feel like you're in control?
6: Tick tock.
2: Yeah, so Joe runs off uh, looking to help Regal, but Cross walks off into a car and drives off. Yay. That's NXT, baby. <laughs> Bay. Bay.
3: Oh, jeez.
2: All right, so that's that. We'll be right back right after this.
4: Not the water out of his ass. It's good for me. That's a lot of ass in a first person's face. Who the ass of Luther drinks like fish, to cannons, whiskey. Business just picked up bitches.
2: Sorry, Luther, you're squashed again.
4: Been wrestling for five decades. Who knows how much gas he's got left in the tank? That's 50 years. He said five decades. Isn't it a decade? He wrestled in five dec- decades, not four or five decades. Oh, please. Semantics. semantics. Give me a break with the damn semantics, Excalibur. <laughs> All right, Taz.
3: Uh, that's some, right. I, just, I give you real You did some broadcast content. journalism.
4: Well, that's what I do. I'm a professional. I give content. Cover here by Solo. People need to hear what I say. They understand I'm giving information, my friend. Here's something I don't think you might be aware of You have a microphone by your mouth They can actually hear what you say Okay, that's fair <laughs> That's fair And you heard what Diamante said I'm gonna say, And she's doing it She's sitting right out here by the ringside uh, The ring time uh, keeper at Gimmick Jones table Timekeeper's table That too You got there eventually We'll fix it in post
2: Dark was 47 minutes
3: Yeah, dark was short
2: Yeah so, don't have much for you there, guys. Have you but noticed
3: Dark is actually filming in the previous stadium?
2: Yes, I did notice that. So, they I guess they're doing it after?
3: Yeah, they're doing a week ahead. So, whatever you're going to watch next Monday has uh, already been taped. Yep. Which is smart. That's fine. You know, I mean, NXT taped the next two shows. Yeah. Next two shows are taped. And I'm sure there's spoils out there. We're not going to share them because I know something Jay doesn't. Yes, I don't want to know. So, we're not going to share it. But it's... Common, it was common practice back in the day. Remember, Raw used to be live one week, tape the next. Live one week, tape the next. Right. Well, smart and cost-effective.
2: So, on to... Dynamite!
3: And that brings us to Dynamite. AEW Dynamite Fighter Fest Night Dos. Match one of the night. Chris Jericho versus Sean Spears... Uh, Remember, Spears can use a chair this match, and Jericho cannot. Five trials of Jericho. Spears is accompanied, of course, by old man Tully Planchard. Old man Jenkins. And we also get MJF on commentary. And right away we get a nice zinger. MJF welcomes us to the labors of Jericho. Not to be confused with uh, Jericho and labor, (laughs) but if you judge by his physique, you'd understand why you would be confused.
2: Sick burn, dude.
3: Match starts off real slow, lots of back and forth. We head to the outside where Jericho slaps uh, Spears around for a little bit. Spears enters the ring and tries to grab a chair, and Jericho just knocks him down again. And we get another classic MJF line. Jay, what do we call a hot girl in Texas? From Texas. A uh, tourist. A tourist. Absolutely <laughs> great. We move a little further into the match where it finally gets a bit interesting because it was slow, slow start. Yeah. Jericho tries a springboard elbow out of the corner, only to get a chair thrown into his face. Ouch! Jericho climbs to the top turnbuckle, only to be pulled down by Spears with a hip toss. And then Jericho goes for—I mean, excuse me—Spears. Spears goes for a quick cover for a two-count. Spears drags the opponent to the corner and drapes Jericho's injured arm around one of the wing posts. The wing. Post. The wing post, <laughs> Mr. Weagle. Spears then swings the chair. And smashes the arm between the ring post and the chair. Ouch, 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 ouch. Jericho manages to get back on some offense for a few shoulder tackles. He finishes off with a flying double axe handle. He puts spears on the top of one of the turnbuckles, and then after landing a one, two, three, ten count punches, he ends that with a Frankensteiner. That was fucking sick. It kind of looked like it hurt Jericho, too. (coughs) Yeah, it did. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you, not every day you could do that. He's going to need some of that CBD oil on his head. Oh, God. Jericho charges, but is caught with a super kick for a two count. And uh, for a little foreshadowing, Spears sets up a chair in one of the turnbucking areas. Then he returns his attention back to Jericho. After a small back and forth sequence, Spears lands a sit-down spine buster for a two count. Yeah. Spears goes out to the timekeeper's table and rece- retrieves another chair. He then lands a chair shot directly on the back of Jericho. Doesn't look like it hurt. Yep. But then he goes for another swing, and Jericho grabs his legs and puts him in the walls of Jericho. The Boston Crab. And guess what? Spears starts to tap. But the ref doesn't see it. But the ref doesn't see it. He's distracted by Old Man Tully. But soon, out of the back. Everybody loves Sammy, and he shows up to chase the old man to the back. Fuck yeah. When the rest's attention finally returns to the match, Spears has managed to grab a chair, and he uses it to break out of the walls, smashing Jericho straight in the head. That's smart. Spears then lands a C4, which is a Death Valley driver for a two count. Mm -hmm. Spears then sets up for another C4, but this time he uses a chair, and he's going to use that chair to enhance the blow. But Jericho escapes... And throws spears right into that chair that was set up in the turnbuckle earlier. He then hits him with the Judas effect for the victory. Nice. And after the match, MJF is pissed and he cuts this promo.
4: Saving the sip a no-disqualifications match. And it will be against a man who also doesn't mind breaking a few rules. A man who is the most sadistic, the most twisted, the most criminal human being ever to step foot inside of a squared circle. He once stabbed his opponent in the jugular. He once robbed a bank. With no mask on, ladies and gentlemen, labor number two, Nick Frayden
3: Gage. Oh, yeah. Did you know who Nick Gage was, Jack?
2: Yes. He's the, the lighting tube guy.
3: Yeah, he's uh, his shirt stands for Murder, uh, murder MDK, MDK Mur- yeah. Murder, Death, Kill. Yeah, I didn't know his name. I, I, I knew the guy.
2: From the death matches? Yes. But now I know his name.
3: It is Saturday, and uh, we were going to go, but mm, probably just best we decided that we forget about it. He's fighting Matt Cardona in Atlantic City tonight in a match like that. Oh, boy. And um, from what I was told one time, during an event when he smashed a light tube over somebody's back, shards of glass went in the crowd and cut someone on the head so bad he had to run and get stitches in the back. Jesus. And that was a fan. (laughs) God. So, uh, Nick Gage, yeah, had a pizza cutter. Yes, he did. This is going to be really gross. Yes, it is. But on television, they're not going to let him go crazy.
2: I I saw, I don't know if you have it in in your news or not, but um, he wants a match with uh, Kenny Omega, the king of the death match, Kenny Omega, quote, unquote. That's what they said.
3: Yeah, didn't this guy also fight um, Joey Janela? I think he did. He must have. I mean...
2: Joey Janelle is the same type of guy.
3: Nick Cage Nick Gage, excuse me, is the one who tried to kill David Arquette. Yes. And he did. He fucked David Arquette yeah, up. Look that bad.
2: up. Go look fucking look watch that. This shit. guy's a lunatic. Attempted murder is basically what that match is. I
3: don't think this guy's ever been on television before. Eh. He is a crazy person. Yeah. And I can't wait.
2: It's his grill, too, by the way. Oh not, yeah. Not, holy shit.
3: Yeah, he looks e- he, he looks like he
2: eats bricks for breakfast.
3: He looks like he did stab a man in the jugular. Yeah. So I have in my notes, Nick Gage is a psychopath. And if you... uh, True words. If you want to see some of his matches, look him up online and be prepared to see some things you don't like, because you're going to be disturbed. If I'm Jericho, I'm a little nervous. And uh, this is going to bring us into our second match. Doc Gallows of the Good Brothers versus Frankie, the Elite Killer, Kazarian. Wow. Well. It's going to be a quick match. He was. Carl Anderson uh, constantly interferes in this match over and over and over again, which allows Doc Gallows to win with that power bomb. Yeah. Great. After the match is over, the Goog Brothers put a beating on Kazarian. They hit their finisher, the Magic Killer. Then Kenny Omega comes out. But Omega is is going to hit him, by him, I mean Kazarian, with the championship belt. But Frankie... uh, Hangman and Page shows up. He's walking down the ring with a uh, drink in his hand. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of the uh, brown water. You got Dallin Callis here for us? I do. I got Let, the whole thing, buddy. Let's hear it.
4: It's time for all you Friday Night Cowboys to take a good look at your AW World Champion. Because this is what happens when you mess with the elite. (laughs) This is what happens when you mess with the elite, when you mess with the good brothers, and when you mess with Kenny by God Omega. You got something you
3: want to say to
4: this
3: kid? Yeah, yeah, he's great.
1: A humble abode," said the spider
5: to the fly. Gosh, For
0: months you've been a thorn in our side, Frankie.
4: The Elite Hunter.
6: <laughs>
1: oh boy, how the tables have turned.
6: Because the Elite Hunter has now become
1: the... El- He's become—he's
3: he, a dumb heel too. Doesn't know what to say. The, elite safe, the hunted
1: has now become the elite hunted. Princess
0: Mikaela, tough
3: yeah.
4: everybody. A little dose of what Kenny Omega and the Elite are going to do
3: to Hangman Page next week. There he is, hungman oh, Cowboy, Cowboy shit. Cowboy shit.
4: here one two three four and one so I know you can count the four and I know you cowboys aren't very bright Dumbass. so what is it Paige are you that stupid or are
3: you just drunk <laughs> <laughs> he actually mounts I'm both <laughs> Lance his drink and starts attacking everybody. Yep. And then, and then the dark winner comes out to help him. And Silver and Reynolds hit part of their tag team combo. And that's interrupted by a buckshot lariat. And they do that all that on Carl Anderson. That was a nice stunner. That was a great. That was a great by stunner. By
2: Reynolds, that was fucking good.
3: And that all happens while Kenny Omega is running away like a bitch.
2: He's a bitch. I mean, he's a heel. He's doing heel shit.
3: And now we have a promo from Team Taz. Earlier tonight, Team Taz made an announcement. Including Brian Cage.
6: Yes.
4: History was made last week on Dynamite. We crowned a brand new. FTW World Champion with absolute rigging stocks. I'm so proud of you, man. Thank you, thank you. Please hold the applause. I just want to cordially
0: invite everybody for next week in Charlotte. My management team has put together one of the biggest celebrations that you will ever see in entertainment. And trust me, being from New Orleans, I know a little bit about partying. (laughs) So I guarantee that the new FTW Champion is going to show up and show out in absolute
2: fashion.
3: Nice. Are
0: they still here? I don't believe so. Uh oh. All right. So next week in Charlotte, we got a celebration for the brand new FW champion, Ricky Starks. That works out. You know why? I love celebrations. No, 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 no,
3: no, no, no.
2: He needs someone to talk for him. Oh yeah. He's terrible.
3: He is not good. He's
2: tar terrible. Terrible.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely terrible. So we're going to go to match number three. Wheeler Utah is back, and he's going to take on Darby Allen.
2: Dude, your burps are fucking sick.
3: I don't know what I ate. <laughs> Jesus Was Christ. Was it the meatballs already? The meatballs just hit my gullet?
2: It has to be. God Ooh.
3: damn. Oh, they're bad.
2: Eyes are watering.
3: So match starts off with a lot of back and forth action. Yuta is focusing on the injured ribs of Darby Allen. We then get a shot of last week of the steel steps bending. As you notice, they bent a little bit in the back. Really? When uh, Ethan Page used the ego's edge on Darby Allen under those ring steps. Oh. I saw a little oh. Darby-sized bend in those things.
2: Jesus.
3: So Utah then locks in a... Flying Octopus, which is just an octopus hold where he's completely holding on to Darby Allen. No feet on the ground. Okay. And he's using his elbow to grind into mm. those ribs. So Darby has to break out of it by gripping the ropes with his teeth.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, crazy. That was good. That was pretty good.
3: And then uh, Utah hits a uh, German suplex with a bridge pin for a two count. Hmm. Utah heads to the top, but is pulled out by Darby Allen in a superplex, and both men go crashing to the mat. Now we head to the outside, and we have a moment between Sting and Orange Cassidy. This was funny. They both stare each other down. Orange goes up, puts his hands in his pockets, and Sting lands the first sloth kick. He sure does. And then they trade them sloth kicks back and forth <laughs> until they both
2: oh. take each other out,
3: with super sloth kicks. Yeah, so fucking funny. And then Sting uh, bangs on his chest very lightly.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> that was so funny.
3: And Darby Allen is staring at him, going, Sting. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? And since he was distracted long enough from that, Utah rolls him up for a two count.
2: <laughs> so fucking great. But then
3: right after that, Darby ends the match by hitting his stunner and a coffin drop for the victory. Nice. Now, after the match, Cassidy is checking on his protege when he is attacked by the Blade, who's once again wearing the brass knuckles. And on. they have a match later in the night. So, dun-dun-dun. Thank you very much. And this is going to bring us into match number four of the night. They had a lot of matches on this program. Yeah. Neither Rose versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, for the AEW Women's Championship.
2: This makes this makes my news Oh it does. Sure does. Blow that over there.
3: Oh jeez. <laughs> oh my stomach. We get a little back and forth action in the beginning, and then we immediately go into picture in picture. Great. This is a championship match. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this?
2: It's an intergender championship match.
3: You're not wrong technically. Not wrong. Anyway, continue. But yeah, we're in picture in picture. Stupid. And then when we get back from picture-to-picture, picture, Britt Baker is taking an uranage and then two backbreakers and a fall-away slam. I mean, I didn't watch what was going on in picture to picture I was probably using a bathroom. Who does? Psychopaths. Marks. Rose, Rose then uses a splash on Baker in the corner. And then she then goes for a cannonball, but Baker dodges. Baker then follows that up with a really nice-looking slink blade. Nice.
2: That's a great move by the way the sling blade yeah, I, love I it. like
3: it Baker uses you know Seth Rollins does it really good yes he does Baker uses All a right. uh, backflip pin for a two count then then she then then lands a DDT for a two count the doctor then heads over to her assistant to get on her special glove and she gloats in front of the camera and doesn't realize that her opponent is getting back up. that's not she turns around that's to not face a good thing to do. no she turns around to face Rose. Who just grabs her and gives her a choke slam. Well she is, she, is a beast. But then the doctor oh no, I was wrong on that one. That's all right, man. She was in a position to grab a choke slam, but then the doctor gets a roll up for a two count. Now the roll ups looked bad. Every roll up well, looked bad. She outweighs Brit by a lot. She's not athletic at all. She no. looks good in matches where she just goes and sh- squashes people. Yeah, she's
2: not uh, She's not a good wrestler. I'm sorry.
3: No, she's, she's not. not. Like I said, she looks good when she's facing people like Diamante, who's tiny, Mm -hmm. and throws her around like a ragdoll. Yeah. So Baker goes for a lockjaw, but Rose powers out. Nyla then hits a Death Valley Driver for a two count.
2: Great. Okay? Great.
3: Oh, no. She also hits that diving knee drop, which Uh, I don't like, which looks dangerous as shit.
2: When the opponent's hanging on the
3: rope? Yes. Yeah. Eventually, she's going to take that knee and punt someone in the she, face. She's going to fuck someone up. I don't time. I don't want her doing that move. Mm-mm. Not at all. Baker uses her swinging neck breaker and a pair of kicks to the face for a two count. Uh, then Rose just comes right back with a choke slam for a two count. Now, Britt Baker goes for a crucifix bomb, but because Rose is not athletic enough to perform it, we get a bad looking roll up kick and a kick out. Oh, it just looks awful. Baker then goes for a crucifix pin, which also looks really bad for a two-count. Then the doctor hits not one, but two curb stomps, which is a finisher for some people. Yes, it is. For a two-count. We then go into an Eddie Guerrero sequence. Rebel distracts the referee as Baker grabs the title Uh, belt. mm -hmm. She throws the title belt to Rose and falls down, but the referee is still distracted, so the Rose tosses the belt back to her, and she falls down. Then the ref turns around, sees Baker with the belt, doesn't disqualify her, which is what she should do, what he should do. Uh, there was no, no reason to have yeah. that because you're not going to disqualify her.
2: Classic Eddie Guerrero shit.
3: Yeah, but when he did that, he used it to win. To win, yep. I think I heard on, on another show that that was his last match. He used that to win.
2: No shit, really?
3: That on his very last match, he used that sequence by banging a chair, throwing it at somebody, laying it on the ground yeah. to win. Wow. But, right. but you're not going to win with this. Because if you disqualify the uh, Britt Baker, she still retains the title. Yeah. You've got to win clean.
2: That's stupid. Why are you doing it?
3: Yeah, I don't understand. So then Rose hits a beast bomb for a two count. So Nyla Rose goes for another beast bomb, but the doctor turns that into a lockjaw submission for the victory.
2: And if you watch when the ref is raising her arm, read her lips, she says, my wrist.
3: My wrist. Dot, dot,
2: dot. We'll get to that.
3: Oh, Jesus. To Who Who said that? Brit. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. It's in the news. So we go to a backstage segment that was taped earlier. I'm sure Jay has it. I'm sorry. We're not going to play it. Because basically, it's just uh, Proud and Powerful versus FTR and a Who Had the Worst Childhood shout-off.
2: Was not there a Mox Archer? Or was that yeah, after?
3: That was just a long, unnecessary. Okay build up to a match for the night. Yeah, yeah, I beat him before. Oh, I first won the title at Nagato Hall in Japan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But this one was pretty pointless, too. See this picture? This is what I lived in. This in is the my city. mom at
2: 15 after just giving birth to me. See this picture? This is my mom
3: fighting. This is our apartment. You see this? This is my favorite toy. I actually fast-forwarded to it because I imagined FTR. is was like, you see this is my mom? She's also my cousin. And the family tree doesn't fork. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get to watch all of it because I hated it. And this here was my first toy that my mom bought with the first paycheck on her first job. Okay. 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 It was pointless. So now we're gonna. We're now gonna play a really long segment, which gives me a chance, uh, me and Jay a chance to go pee and have a drink. Uh, Andrade is gonna come out. So. And if you like Spanish, (laughs) you're gonna like this. I hope you speak Spanish.
4: Andrade El Idolo, Dallas, Texas, welcome.
1: Take it easy, tranquilo. Before we start this interview, Andrade El Idolo has a surprise for everyone.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the new executive consultant to Andrade El Idolo, Chavo Guerrero.
5: AEW, when I walked backstage, I couldn't believe all the talent back there, wow, what a great time to be a wrestling fan,
6: but with all due
5: respect to every one of those talented men and women out there, I don't see anybody that has as much talent as this man, right?
4: Amén. Sí.
3: They get in the ring and Andrade and his and two team two members back away. Blah sorry, blah
2: blah. Sorry, guys. We,
3: we then see something that happened on Dark. HFO tried to murder Marco Stunt. Yes, they did. So later Jurassic Express attacked HFO and had to have their asses saved by Christian Cage. And then we had a promo where Christian Cage basically said
2: This is a
5: quick
3: one. Yeah, go ahead, play it. <laughs>
5: Four of you to take out Little Marco's stunt.
3: You know, after last
0: week, after I beat Matt Hardy in the middle of that ring, I thought thought that would be the end of it. Finally the end between you and I, Matt, but I guess not. So this is what I'm suggesting. Next week on Dynamite, myself and Jurassic Express
3: against Angelico and Private Party. And we end the HFO for good.
2: (sighs) Boom. That's a promo.
3: I don't think they're going to end the HFO for good. No. No, no, no. Okay. Christian, then, Christian
2: cuts good promos. Though.
3: Yeah, we oh, then go I, to another promo. Uh, Jay, you don't have to play this good. one. Good, because I don't think you took it. No, uh, I did. But. Alex Marvez is talking to Cutie Marshall. Marshall just says he's going to give Tony an apology he deserves next week. You poured. Uh, what was it
2: a milkshake? A, a protein or protein tea, yeah. shake.
3: It's probably another protein shake.
2: Yeah. So, uh, what's his dick? Is like threatening to like. He's, like, faking them out, like, pouring it on his head. Whatever. Fantastic.
3: So now this is going to bring us to match number five of the night. The Blade versus Orange Cassidy.
2: Blade. Mm.
3: Blade comes out first with the bunny, Jay's favorite. Mm, No, no. When it's time for Orange Cassidy to come out, his music hits, and he doesn't show up. So the Blade then starts demanding that he be declared the winner. But from out of the crowd, behind the Blade appears Orange Cassidy. And the match gets underway when he starts pummeling the shit out of him. We f- go further into the match, and the blade goes across the ring, and he's holding his knee. Cassidy is forced to the other side of uh, the ring uh, because the referee won't let him get near the blade for some reason. Oh, he's hurt. Give him an injury timeout. Okay. But to nobody's surprise, he's actually faking that damn injury, and he attacks Cassidy with like a drop kick. Blade goes to pick up Cassidy in a vertical suplex, only to be hit with a stun gun. Orange then goes to the top, but is then knocked down and crotched on the turnbuckle. The blade then hits a gut-rich powerbomb on the top turnbuckle that sends Cassidy cr- hitting the turnbuckle and flying, and then crashing onto the ground outside. That was nuts. That was insane. I can't believe he let him take a bump like that. Yeah. We then go to picture-to-picture. Picture. Yay. Yay. We return from picture to picture to see the blade is in complete control. The blade uh, takes Cassie to the corner, uh, whips Cassie to the corner, and Cassie flips himself over and lands in the apron. The blade charges, and Cassie slams his head into the turnbuckle a couple of times. Cassie then climbs to the top and then hits a flying crossbody and a, then a satellite DDT for a two count. The buddy tries to interfere, interfere now, but guess who comes to save the day? Chris Statlander. She <laughs> She pulls the bunny down from the apron. Cassie goes for a suicide dive on the outside, but the blade grabs Chris Statlander and throws her in front of him, and she takes the blow.
2: What's your take on Chris Statlander? Meaning what? Well, one, do you think she's hot? She's not bad. And two, her skills. She can wrestle.
3: She's very good. She's very good. And she's very kind of somewhat attractive. She could beat me up.
2: She would beat you up, and she would also beat me up.
3: And I would not complain.
2: And I would...
3: Oh, God. The bunny distracts Orange again long enough for the blade to get up to recover. The blade then tries to sucker punch Orange, but Orange moves out of the way, and he pushes the blade right into the bunny.
2: That's called payback, bitch. This fly is tormenting me.
3: Yes, we have a fly in our studio, and it's driving me insane. We get back to the ring, and Cassidy goes for his satellite DDT again, but he's caught by the blade, who uses a vertical suplex and crashes Cassidy down on top of the ropes. Did you get it? Got him! Got him! Then the blade follows it up with a clothesline from hell. Then the blade hits a corkscrew tombstone for a two count. What? A corkscrew tombstone.
2: That's nuts.
3: It is nuts. The blade goes for a doctor bomb, and Casty fights out. Cassidy goes for a breech break, but he's too injured to do it. The blade then kicks Cassidy in the face, goes for another doctor bomb, but this time Orange Casty, he gets the strength, and he hits the beach break for a two count. Oh, you almost had me. The bunny gets back on the apron, and once again, Satlander starts to pull her off, but this time she's able to take those brass knuckles she's been hiding and throws them across the ring to the blade who doesn't catch him. They just slide over the ring, so he manages to grab him last minute. Dummy. The blade then goes to hit Cassidy, but Cassidy dodges and lands the orange punch for the victory. Great. After the match is over, Cassidy then uses the knuckles himself and connects with an orange punch to the blade, knocking him out, and then takes those knuckles and tucks it right in his pocket. And says,
2: I love you. No, not really.
3: <laughs> it's just the end of this feud.
2: Um... I think it should be, but it probably won't be. They might push this for another couple weeks or whatever.
3: Yeah, we're waiting for the the Butcher to get back from tour.
2: Yeah, they're buying time. He's on tour with his fucking death metal band.
3: Oh, he sounds great, too. I like the sound of his music. So we then go to a segment with Chris Jericho responding to MJF bringing Nick Gage.
0: Chris, unbelievable news. A no-rules match next week against Nick Gage. If MJF is going to bring in the most demented and violent man in the business today to face Chris Jericho, then next week, I'm going to bring in the most violent and demented version of Chris Jericho to face Nick Gage. That's why next Wednesday on Dynamite in a no-rules match, it's Nick Gage versus i came i saw and i came again
3: (laughs) all yes over the place (laughs) one of the many faces of chris jericho that's a good one that's a good one and speaking of a good one match six of the night lance archer versus john moxley in a Texas death match for the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship. You might even call it the main event. Ding, ding, ding. In order to win this match, you either have to score a knockout or a submission victory. You must commit murder. Jod Moxley comes out first to Wild Thing. I hate it. I'm getting tired of it. Hate it, hate it. It was fun at first because I liked the movie Major League, and that's the version they're right. playing. He's got the best fucking music man use it yeah i love it i have it on my phone as it a gets ringtone. me fucking jacked up i i just don't understand Not why wild do that wild thing i
2: just think of fucking charlie sheen that's Dude, what it makes me think of
3: tiger blood adonis dna <laughs> Oh god. god and then archer comes out to the ring and as he's getting in the ring he's immediately attacked by john moxley and we get underway Moxley grabs a kendo stick that Archer was carrying with him and starts slapping him around.
2: Did you see uh, Archer brought that out, and he tried to throw it in the ring, and it didn't work out for him. Not at all. (laughs) It bounced off the ropes
3: and fell. Archer then takes Moxley out with a big shoulder tackle. Let's go a little further into this match. Moxley tackles Archer through the barricade, and the men proceed to fight in the crowd, going up and down the concrete stairs. What do you think about that when that shit happens? I think it would be awesome to see in person. If
2: you're in person, yeah. But when you're watching on TV, you're
3: like, eh. I love how the uh, the fans are so respectful. They don't. Right? They just stay in their seats. Yeah. That's why I think wrestling has the best fans. Not football, not baseball, not even hockey. I think wrestling has the best and most polite fans.
2: Well, except for the one guy that tried uh,
3: to get in the ring and Jericho punched Jericho him in the face. Jericho punched him in the
2: fucking face.
3: Yeah, that was stupid. Every once in a while, you get a real idiot. But that was... I think the fans of wrestling are probably the best. I would agree. So, Archer then grabs a fan and uses him as a weapon because he throws him on top of Moxley.
2: That's a plant, right?
3: It was a plant because they were nice enough to dress up that guy in neon green. So, he stands out. So, he stands out and there'd be no confusion. But blend enough in. It kind of looks like he was wearing TH2's jacket. Yeah, he was wearing that black jacket with the neon green on it.
2: Whenever he fucking dances, dude, I want to fucking punch him.
3: Who, Angelica and Helico? And Helico. And Jack Evans? I yeah. think it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's a heel thing. Yeah. But it's working. Yeah. Because I want to punch you in your fucking face. I mean, I love Kenny Omega, but I would love to hit him with my car. And he's doing a good job <laughs> then, you know? So we get back in the ring, and Moxley uh, clotheslines Archer oh, up and over the ropes. Mox- been over. Moxley then goes for a suicide dive, but as soon as he goes to dive out, he's met with a big fucking elbow <laughs> and a smack <laughs> like someone took a piece of ham and threw it on the ground. Archer uh, then starts exposing the mat. He pulls the mat up and we oh, see yeah. concrete. He goes to use a power slam, but Moxley gets out and hits a DDT onto the concrete. It's not a paradigm shift. No. Is that what you're going to talk about?
2: I'm going to... Just digress for a second Go for whenever
3: it. that happens
2: that i'm dating myself but i always it takes me back to superstars when uh jake the snake and uh ricky the dragon steamboat had their feud and jake pulled back the the padding on the outside of the ring and hit back then the ddt was a fucking huge deal yeah he hit ricky on the concrete with the ddt my kid self was like i couldn't believe it
3: yeah I could
2: not believe that. Ricky, that just Ricky happened. Ricky Steamboat was dead. Yeah. it's amazing.
3: And it was really funny, because right before he did that, Jake was over there on the ring steps, banging them with a kendo stick. That's right. Isn't that weird? Oh, it's not weird. So weird. It is definitely apropos. That is... I can see it clearly in my brain. Jake's got a mind for wrestling. There's no doubt that he wasn't involved planning this a little bit. Then
2: after that feud, you had the Macho Man-Ricky-Dragon-Steamboat feud. Oh, great
3: shit, man. So good. So... Excalibur screams, the paradigm shift. It wasn't the paradigm shift. It was a DDT. It was a regular DDT. And the paradigm shift looks more and more like a brain buster every day. Yeah. Pick somewhere in the middle there, Mox. He didn't even underhook him. He just DDT'd him. All right, so. It wasn't a paradigm yeah, shift. Yeah,
2: not even close.
3: Referee then starts counting the 10 as Moxley stands tall in the ring. Archer gets to his feet, and we see Jake the Snake get in front of him because oh he's protecting his client. hmm and Jake the Snake is dressed up like a '70s Bond villain. He sure is. What the hell are you wearing, man? I mean, it looks good on you. Uh, I was in
2: my closet and I I saw it.
3: That was not in his closet. That looked <laughs> brand shiny new.
2: But I never wore it back in the day, so I, put yeah. it on and I you know I just thought it looked cool.
3: And we see Archer get finally get to his knees, and, and he's bleeding from the face. He must have done a nice cut job while he was on the floor. The blade action? I think that's why he was standing in front of him. He was probably handing him the blade yep. so he can cut. But unfortunately, we see the shot from behind, not the front. And so we kind of get to see what the hell they're doing. Now, as soon as Archer... Uh, and then we see John Moxley holding a fucking fork. <laughs> a true. fork. So we know someone's about to get forked in that ring. As that soon as Archer enters up. that ring, <laughs> Moxley attacks him repeatedly with the fork to the head.
2: That's forking ridiculous.
3: Oh, man. That's forked don't, up.
2: Don't fork around with that shit, man. Yeah. That, you will fork yourself up. Or someone else up. Really uh, We're having a real good forking time around here. Real forking
3: good time. We then go to picture in picture again in the middle of a championship Yay! match. F- Fuck you. Plan your commercials better. I mean fork you. Seriously, plan your commercials better. We should not be going to picture in picture in the middle of your two championship matches. Oh, no. <laughs> Do us a favor, have that picture picture happen in the middle of Christian Cage talking. I would be good with that.
2: Why are, you, why are you shitting on Christian Cage? What the fuck, man?
3: Because it's something you could talk in the middle of it because it was pointless. It was a pointless five-second oh, promo. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah,
2: that's fine. That's not fine. It's
3: not a championship match.
2: That's fine. You're
3: doing it during a championship I match. I agree,
2: agreed, agreed.
3: Now, would you do this during the heavyweight championship, the AEW? Probably not. So why are you shitting on New Japan? Why are you shitting on your women's division?
2: I mean, this is your AEW main event. This is, is kind of, in a way...
3: This is a death match on your main event. It's a
2: championship match on Which, AEW. And
3: I hate to say this, this match was better than the Exploding deathmatch. Uh, death match. It wasn't even close. Even with even with the explosions, being 69 bad. 69 be done. 69 Even before the explosions going bad, this match was still yep, better this than a match. this match. This is a good match. So we get back from picture to picture, and John Moxley is jumping from the top rope onto a chair that's ramped around Lance Archer's knee. Ooh. Uh, he should be crippled forever, but that doesn't happen. That used to be you would do that after a match and break someone's leg. My leg is broken. I'm out.
2: Like what Bailey did uh, Sasha.
3: Exactly. Yeah. You broke my leg. I'm out for a you while. broke my
2: freaking neck.
3: Instead, it doesn't do anything. Lance Archer gets up at an eight count, and Mox goes to hit him with a trash can lid, but Archer punches the lid straight into John Moxley's face. That was freaking cool. Did I hear the sound that made? Oh, it's
2: God. That's so good.
3: Both men are uh, hitting back and forth shots, and Mox then bites Lance Archer's hip bleeding
2: head. No bite. Don't be a bitch.
3: Mox reverses and ripcord uranagi into a German suplex, but Archer no-sells the suplex, lands a big boot, and then that uranagi. Archer picks up the trash can and gives Moxley a good old shot with it, not like it takes much to bend those cheap-ass aluminum cans. Oh, no. He then sets up a couple of chairs next to each other, kind of like um, the wide seat part facing each other. Archer then grabs Moxley, and he's going to hit the blackout on the chairs. Well, Moxley escapes and delivers a beautiful-looking low blow. That was nice. Little jo-
2: punch to the dick.
3: John then grabs those chairs and turns them, so that the spines of the chairs are facing each other. Ooh. But it, Archer then grabs Moxley and choke slams him into those spines. That looked like it freaking hurt. It had to. Oh, that looks it
2: bad. Fucking had to.
3: Moxley gets up at the count of eight and gets big booted in the corner. Archer goes for his cannonball, but instead is met with a King Kong lariat and then a paradigm shift.
2: A King Kong lariat?
3: That's what they called it. A King Kong lariat. All right. Uh, the ref starts counting. And Archer gets up at the count of four. He hulks up and gives Moxley the double fingers. Love it. We can give the fingers on AEW. Cool. Charlotte gave the finger on a pay-per-view, and they tried to black it out. Remember when it went dark yes. for a second? They were blacking out the crotch chop and the finger. But
2: I have a question. That was a live event. Yes. How the fuck did they know that? Because they could, Well,
3: because it wasn't planned, I think.
2: That even makes it worse how could you do
3: that apparently they can
2: they see the future
3: uh well it must be on a five second delay
2: maybe that would would make sense that would make sense
3: so moxley once again starts charging archer and stabbing him with the fork moxley rolls out of the ring and he pulls from underneath the ring boards covered in barbed wire which he drags over and sets on top of a couple of tables that have been set up. Must have been done during Picture in Picture. Yep. That's why they did it. Both men are now on the apron, and Moxley is pulling up Archer. He's going to attempt a paradigm shift on those boards. When all of a sudden, Archer breaks free, and he stabs Moxley in the face with the fork. Sometimes you get forked, and, the f- and then the other time you get forked to the butt.
2: <sighs> it's a fork-fork situation.
3: Oh, God. Archer then grabs Moxley and choke slams him into the barbed wire boards, and that causes the tables to break below. The ref starts counting. Moxley tries to get up, but he's stuck to the barbed wire. The ref counts to 10, and the match is over. And new no! IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship, Lance Archer. It's
2: about fucking time they did something with this awesome human being of a wrestler.
3: They let. Lance Archer win a championship in his hometown. Keith Lee in his hometown got thrashed by Bobby Lashley. Yeah,
2: buried. Good job.
3: After the match is over, he is confronted by a member of the Bullet Club. I can't, don't I can't pronounce his name. That's um,
2: Haku's son.
3: Ha- King Haku's son, Higaleo. I think it's Higaleo.
2: Not gonna work here anymore.
3: Yeah. The opponent. Uh, that's his opponent for next week. And that guy's bigger than Archer. He's huge. He's a big dude. Archer stares him down, holds up his title. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is A.E.W. Dynamite!
2: Very good. Very good. All right, good job, Bob. Thank you. You did it very did very well. I tried. You pronunciated very nicely. You were you held conviction on your on your statements.
3: I didn't burp as much.
2: But, but when you did it stank, so you know it was pretty. It's pretty gross. I did some toots over here, and it was pretty nasty. Something's something rotten in my gut. Something's dying inside you. That's 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 correct. It's just my soul. It's your soul dying from watching too much professional wrestling, and we're just gonna go right into some news here, guys. All right, here's some news. <laughs>
3: vogue vogue
2: i got i got a, a, a whole sheet of news here
3: so do i i've got a uh, five pieces and uh four pieces of news i
2: have one two three four five
3: hey, why don't you go first
2: all right i will go first so it is official aew has signed not only cm punk but daniel Bryan, brian danielson very nice that's that's amazing Everybody's coming
3: here. Everyone's coming to AEW. I'm going to follow that up. CM Punk is 100 percent confirmed to appear for AEW in Chicago. That makes sense. CM Punk started the show, started to show interest in making a pro wrestling return, and it didn't take him long to find a company to make it happen. Ringside News reported that Punk has signed with the company, and we know, and now we know when to expect him. It's been six years since CM Punk wrestled. If you're wondering about WWE interest, if they had any. There wasn't. There was no interest. Ringside News exclusively reported this this morning, that there's been no interest to bring him back, and Punk is now all elite. There you go. Bodyslam.net, who broke the Daniel Bryant signing with AEW, provided 100% certainty that the second city savior will be in Chicago. It's just a matter of which show he'll be at. Nice. I've got a couple quotes here for you. I believe that Ringside, and they're talking about Ringside News, reported 100% And that had a lot of other stuff uh, has been told me solidifies why I believe that, talking about Punk signing and where he's going to be. I was told that he's 100% for Chicago. They want CM Punk in Chicago. They want him to be there. Isn't he from Chicago? Yes, he is. It's not a matter of if, but when. You know they're going to have Dynamite, Rampage, and All Out in Chicago. CM Punk's AEW debut will undoubtedly rock the pro wrestling world, his participation in AEW's product will also probably be a lot of fans to Tony Khan's company. If you add Daniel Bryant, his impending debut, presumably during the September 22nd Arthur Ashe Stadium Dynamite Grand Slam event, AEW's going to get exciting. And also today, to confirm there's even more, Living Color, who provides his music, I followed AEW and, uh, and some other things related to AEW. What? Living color, you know Yeah. Yeah. Well they, they provide his song. I know Call The Personality. They've now followed AEW. Fuck yeah, dude.
2: Alright, so we have a uh, Do you remember Virgil? From the Ted I do remember Virgil. Well he sent a weird meat sauce threat to LA Knight. Meat sauce? Yes. Stay with me. Okay. And expressed interest in going to NXT. Virgil says, L.A. Knight, listen, I'm the dark knight of madness. There's meat sauce all over me. I'm laying in a tub right now, and they're pouring meat sauce on me. I got rid of my Hall of Fame ring for a meat sauce grinder.
3: I'm eating at Olive Garden right now. That's why I'm the king. (laughs) What the fuck is that? See, I thought I was a meat sauce king. I love meat sauce on spaghetti. Did they do a gimmick? Probably. It must have I didn't see it. What do you think of Olive Garden? <laughs> see, I always I call them fast food Italian. It is. That's what it is. Yeah, but I like their salad and breadsticks. They taste good. I could eat their. I couldn't live without their pasta and just eat a salad the whole time. Their salad. Their their dressing is really good.
2: That's how I feel about Outback. Their salads are top notch.
3: Last time I had Outback, not impressed. What munch? Oh. That yeah, was, you're right on that, that one. That
2: was a complete... I grabbing my pencil. Okay.
3: Number three. WWE has changed Tony Storm's finisher when she debuted on the main roster. Her finisher on NXT, on NXT was... Uh, what was it? Storm Zero? Yeah. It was a modified tire driver. But her new finisher, which is called Storm One, is a hip toss cutter. And I have no idea why they wanted to change that. So dumb. Did she debut that right before she went up, the hip cost cutter?
2: She did, yeah, I think.
3: That was them going, this is your finisher now.
2: Remember Do it. Remember, we had it in the news, and I said she borrowed that move from one of her trainers. Remember? Yes. Is that what she did?
3: Yeah, it looked like a hip toss right. into, a, I forget, into a
2: cutter. I forget what that move was that, on that show that we did where she said she borrowed that from one of her trainers. I don't remember what it was. So, All right, my next piece is uh, we have more NXT wrestlers still getting some dark matches before smackdown we had alia defeat indy hartwell oh yeah and osmosis odyssey jones defeated austin theory oh also alia and karrion cross have been added to the internal raw roster
3: without scarlet
2: yeah so
3: just changes music now changes music
2: the way he's done
3: yeah Oh see,
2: I, see it. I see it coming.
3: I see the way that it's going.
2: It's not the way I want it to go. No. It's a bad way. It's the you, wrong way.
3: You can go your own way.
2: Carry on, my wayward son.
3: Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> now, at my last piece of news. While speaking to oral sessions with Renee Paquette, Matt Cardona talked about his release from WWE last year. Cardona revealed that he was really hoping WWE would release him, and he was worried worried that he wouldn't get released from the company. A quote. I knew the release was coming that day, and my biggest fear was not that they weren't going to release me because my contract was up in August. I had not re-signed. I didn't know if I wanted to stay or go. So I was like, oh my god, I hope they they.'" They don't not release me and I and I have to rot here till August. So once I saw people going, I was like, oh, please, please fire me. <laughs> I already told already had my pro wrestling tea store set up. Listen, losing your dream job sucks. The paycheck coming in every week and then not coming in sucks. But it was time to go. And ultimately the decision was made for me because I was living with anxiety for over a year negotiating this new deal. And then the decision was made for me, and I was like, okay, it's made. Nice. That's how people feel about leaving WWE. Seriously,
2: man, that's that's no way to live. That's no way to treat your employees.
3: There's a lot of people that are being paid to stay home. I would hate that. That would suck. Yeah, imagine, imagine, you know, you've got something that you enjoy doing. We don't want you to come in. Here's a paycheck. Sit in your house.
2: If you're not going to use them, release them. Let them go do what they do. Somewhere else I
3: mean right now Cardona is It's Saturday the 24th He's wrestling down there in Atlantic City And he also does Impact Yeah Are you afraid Are they And now you know There's a report that They're going to try to re-sign Braun Strowman Because they're worried about him Going to AEW
2: Then why'd you release him?
3: Because he makes too much money He was what Making a million dollars Okay So They're going to try to re-sign him You know what he's going to do? I want $800,000 Or I'll go to AEW I mean, what are you guys doing? That's it for me.
2: All right. So, like I uh, referenced before, uh, Britt Baker, in fact, suffered a broken wrist during her match against Nyla Rose on Dynamite.
3: Oh God, really?
2: So hopefully it's not bad. She she finished the match. That's a good sign. And when the ref was holding her hand up, you can see her mouth. My wrist. My wrist.
3: Dude, Nyla Rose is dangerous. She's. Yeah,
2: I don't agree with her being in the in the women's division. I'm sorry.
3: All she does is injure people.
2: She's too stiff. Oh yeah, she's too stiff.
3: So my last
2: little blurb: Randy Orton has been moved to WWE's inactive disabled list.
3: No, Randy, bro. No, Randy, bra. Bra. Is is it a bad thing? Was it a good thing? They didn't
2: say. I read the whole article and uh, they didn't give you details.
3: Why would they They just,
2: they just referenced his uh, thing that he's doing with uh, Matt Riddle. That's it.
3: Why would they do that all of a sudden? I don't know.
2: Tell you what, I miss him because I love Randy Orton. He's fucking great. Man, yeah, he
3: made the show better.
2: He sure did. That's news. That was a little long, long news. It's been a while since we had one of those.
3: Yeah, good segment. So
2: here is some ratings, Bay Bay. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money
4: talk.
6: Here comes the money.
4: money, 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 money,
3: money dollar, 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 dollar. Yeah. <laughs>
2: ching, ching, bling, bling, You ain't talking money, then you're talking don't matter. <laughs> AEW 1.15 million viewers. They went up. They sure did, buddy. They went up 12% from last week's Fighter Fest Night 1. Wow. Which did 1.025 million viewers. They drew a 0. .44 in the key demo. That's fucking great. That's amazing. That's up 10% from last week's 0. .40. Fighter Fest Night 2 drew the third most viewers in AEW history.
3: It was also the number one television show on cable again. Nice. Yeah.
2: See what happens when you bring the fans back. You bring out fucking awesome wrestlers. Bam, success. Yeah. All right, NXT also improved, but not as drastic as uh, AEW. Seven hundred and nine thousand viewers. Nice, that's up again. That is up from last week's seven hundred and five. That's good. Upwards is better. They drew a point two zero in the key demo, up from last week's point one nine. There, uh, you there you go. There you go. There you go.
3: Of course, now they're going to go to like 300,000 for the next two weeks because we'll see. they're going to be on the Sci Fi Channel. But in the meantime, slap on this. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck yeah, this song is sick. All right,
3: Val, let's go. No. 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 What? It's time for awards! Oh, shit!
2: I'm an asshole.
3: Oh, my God. You almost forgot our awards. I-, I
2: meant to say Kurt. Let's go. Bing, it's the Olympics. All right. it's
3: you suck. You suck. You
6: suck.
3: There's some stuff to tonight that sucked. You suck.
2: That's what happens when you go to a brewery before you do a fucking show. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I get fucking forgetful. All right. uh, Hottest female.
3: I have Mandy Rose. She looked good. She did. I have JC
2: Jane. Double J. She looks good, too. I like her. Uh, Hottest male. Sean Spears. That works. He looks good. For me, this is... The Ricky Starks award. So goes to Ricky Starks.
3: You even though he just appeared for five seconds. He's on the show. All right. I'll, I'll play it.
2: You've done that before. So fuck you. It's <laughs> true. It's true. Uh, best promo.
3: Best promo. The Painmaker promo. I got excited. All right, I got
2: MJF because also his award to lose. Right?
3: But he didn't cut it. Oh, that's right. He did cut he a promo. That, that's kind of a promo. You're right. <laughs> Worst promo. Proud and powerful with FTR. Hit Row. It's always going to be Hit Row.
2: And this is why. Top dollar. He's terrible. He sucks, dude. He makes the worst fucking rhymes. I want to fucking kill myself. Dollar General.
3: (sighs) Best segment. Samoa Joe and William Regal.
2: All right. I got uh, Chavo Guerrero and the huge pop he got when he came out. He did get a huge pop. He did. Uh, worst segment, Bob, what do you have? Andrade with Jet Triangle.
3: Same. Best match? Lance Archer versus John Moxley. Correct. Worst match. Ziya Lee versus Raquel Gonzalez. Correct again! Nice. Best spot. I have the choke slam into the barbed wire. Same Jesus, man. <laughs> me too. Best show? AEW.
2: AEW. Best overall wrestler, to me it's simple. It's Moxley.
3: Moxley? See I was going with Lance Archer He looked great Okay Either one
2: Just Moxie because of his promos And his in-ring shit It's just Come on Five tool player right there Yeah Yeah That is awards Now Val Can you fucking play us out Like I asked you Thank you That is the show. Yeah. So uh, follow us on our socials. Uh, Facebook, uh, Backyard Podcast. Instagram, Backyard Wrestling Pod. The Twat, Backyard Marks. TikTok is uh,
3: Backyard Wrestling Podcast, I think. Um, what else is there? You can email us. And please do at backyard wrestling Pod at gmail.com. How are we yep. supposed to know what you think? Yeah. Or oh, you got criticisms. Yeah. Or tell us what you, you know Just What do you want to add?
2: Message us on fucking Facebook Come on Yeah Free stickers Free shirts I don't fucking know Seriously I'm halfway drunk So it <laughs> doesn't matter Thank you for listening though Yeah And have a good rest of your week
3: Bye
0: Welcome to the set of my latest video entitled, Val Venus, Soldier of Love. (laughs) Let me introduce you to my (laughs) co-star, I'm sure you will all know, the luscious Jenna Jameson. And ladies, when Val finally crosses enemy lines and enters into the World Wrestling Federation... One look at my silencer... And you'll all be left speechless. <laughs> Val, I want to go back down in the hole.